it's time to chop his head off. Don't let him tell you anything other than that. As he was with Moses and as he was with Joshua, he's also with all of you. When it's in our mouth and we speak it, our spirit hears it, our spirit gets alive with the power of God and we realize God's word is truth. And if my emotions don't line up with God's word, then my emotions are not what I depend upon or trust. It's the word of God. The more that you remind yourself of that every day, the more powerful you become. I want you to remember this. As we bask in his glory, God fills the room. And when God fills the room, whatever it is that you are needing, even the things you don't know you need, are being provided for. They're being provided for. You're going from glory to glory. You're going from strength to strength. This is not a performance. We are here to seek God purely 100%. The glory that is being that He fills this room with is because there are hungry hearts that call upon His name. And He shows up. He shows up and he's not going to stop. So the level that he has allowed us to reach so far is only the beginning, church. You tore the tendon off the bone? Wow. Okay, and you had surgery a few weeks ago. So is there pain right now? There's a lot of pain. Yeah. Show me, point to where it's painful. The, the whole arm, even the part that's not in this little brace. Is this the area? This is the surgery. The pain is radiating through her arm. I speak to this arm right now in this radiating pain. I command this radiating pain to leave your body right now. I speak to the trauma. Trauma go right now out of your body, out of your arm, out of the shoulder, out of your nervous system, leaves right now. Whatever is still remaining to be healed, uh, the glory of God to saturate this area. Say thank you for healing this arm. 100% pain go. I'm going to have you start to test it. So your pain was at about a six before, and now it's only at about a two. So Father, I thank you for Natasha, and I thank you for the healing that you're already doing in this arm. We decree it goes to a zero. Devil, get your hands off her right now. Take your pain with you. Pain goes to a zero. I command that spirit to be removed right now. Leave her now in Jesus' name. I want you to test your arm again. It's a zero. Hallelujah. Joshua 1.1. It says this. After the death of Moses the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. After the death of Moses, Moses was the man that God was using. And then God said, Mo Joshua, it is your turn. Joshua, you've been serving. You've been serving faithfully, Joshua. You've been staying in the camp. You've been worshiping. You've been praying. You've been doing the duty that I've called you to do. You've been faithful, Joshua. But, you, but, but Moses is dead now. And now, Joshua, I need you to carry this assignment out. I need you to continue to carry this assignment. And as I was preparing for today, the Lord said, there are a lot of Joshua's. There are a lot of Joshua's and they have been standing and they have been faithfully serving. And God is saying, when God says go, and I mean like right now, he is telling you right now, the things that you've been doing, 
to keep on doing because there's a yes, there's a go, there's a, a, there's a now movement that God is doing in your life, right? Amen. But see, Joshua was a little bit afraid. He was a little bit afraid. He was a little bit insecure. How do we know? Because God had to keep telling him over and over and over, be strong and be courageous. He told him multiple times, be strong and be courageous. If there was no need to tell him that, he wouldn't have said it. Right? He wouldn't have said it. What I like here is Joshua's name means Jehovah saves. Right? And Jesus, his name means that he shall save his people from their sins. This is found in Matthew 121. Somebody can look it up for me. He shall save, Matthew 121. He shall save his people from their sins. This is when the angel went to Joseph and said, you're going to have a son, name him, name him Jesus, and this is what his name means. He shall save his people from their sin. There it is. You see that he... Okay, so it says, and she will bring forth a son. This is the angel speaking to Joseph. And you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins, right? And so that's Jesus, right? This is our Savior. But Joshua means Jehovah, Jehovah, the Lord our God, Jesus, saves. And so there is a picture, there is a parallel, right? And we know that we, we serve the Lord our God, the great encourager. So the Lord our God, the great encourager, is encouraging Joshua, but he's also encouraging you. He's also encouraging each and every one of you because there is an assignment. And I'm telling you right now, we've been fulfilling this assignment. Every time we gather, you're on assignment. Amen. You're on assignment because you come. Well, you come because you wanna, you wanna please God, you wanna, you wanna gather, you wanna worship, but it's so far more than that, church. When you come and you gather, you're not just fulfilling and being faithful to the word of God that says not to, you know, to forsake the assembly. But you come because you are a part of God's end time army. Your, your presence here is service unto the Lord because when you pray, somebody is getting saved and healed and delivered. When you pray, your neighbor's family, your, your neighbor in and of itself is getting encouraged because they heard you pray. So you're already on assignment and I need you to know that. Some of you say, well, I don't know what my ministry is. And I tell you, get that deception off of you right now in Jesus' name. You're already in ministry. Get that deception off of you in Jesus' name. Well, I'm just waiting for God to show me what my calling is. Really? Because you're already in it, but you didn't even know to see it. He rejoices when you believe the lie. He rejoices. He knows he has you on the hook. He knows he has you on the run. But when you wake up and say, self, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Self, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Self, every place that the soles of my footstep, I'm going to, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. This is my territory. The devil can flee because he's under my feet. So we're going to stomp on that devil in Jesus' name. I don't care what has gone on nor how long it has taken. Right? The righteous are as bold as a lion. So we rise up and we allow that lion, lionesses for some, rise up and speak it out. Speak the word of God out. Right? The word of God is near us. The Word of God is in our mouth and it's on our heart. The Word of God in Romans 10, 8. The Word of God is near you. It's near, so near that it's in your mouth. It needs to be in our mouth. This is what the Word says. It's in our mouth, it's in our heart. So it needs to be in our mouth. When it's in our mouth and we speak it, our spirit hears it, our spirit gets alive with the power of God and we realize we can do whatever we've been called to do because that, that Word activates us. It activates our faith. Our spirit man gets activated because that's the power of the word. 
And when we're squeezed, what comes out is the word and not our emotions. We got to get the word more and more and more, more and more and more, more and more. Say, I'm going to stand. This is something that I'm going to be just continuing to drill because I believe that every single person, we can all increase in this. And we're going to because we're not going backwards. Your faith has been built to a level to where all you have to do, walk up and chop the head of that giant. Do you realize that? You know, you could have just, you could have been in a battle for a long time, and some of you have been in a battle for so long. And then you come to, basically you come to the end, to the finish line. And you're supposed to just cross over. You're supposed to just take the step. Cross over. Don't go backwards. Don't be defeated when victory is in sight. Chop the head of that devil. Chop the head of that assignment off of you now. Because even as I look around, I know a lot of your stories. And I know where a lot of you are at. And I'm telling you, it's time to chop his head off. Don't let him tell you anything other than that. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Look at, verse, look at verse 5. What a promise God has said to him. He says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. You know what? We could all just close up our Bibles right now, pick up our, our purses and wallets and just head home. If you really had, if you got the revelation of this verse right here. Let's go back. Let's go back. See, I'm going back to verse 5. Going back to verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. No man, no spirit, no assignment, no deceit, no defeat, no anything at all. Nothing will be able to stand before you all the days of your life when you know who you are as an ambassador in Christ. When you know that you carry that dunamis power. When you know that you have gone from glory to glory. No man, nothing can stand against you. How many believing believers do I have in this room? Like I need to know, are we really believing believers? Amen. So he says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Then he says, as I was with Moses, so I'm going to be with you. But as he was with Moses and as he was with Joshua, he's also with all of you, all of us. He is with us. He walks with us and he talks with us. And the more that you can remind yourself day by day, I'm filled with the dunamis power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing's going to stop the will of God in my life. The more that you remind yourself of that every day, the more powerful you become the more powerful you become. Because again, your spirit man is hearing you say what you need to say and your spirit grows. The word of God, faith comes by and hearing by the word, right? So when you hear yourself speaking the word, faith is increasing, faith is growing, right? And faith pleases God. The only way we can please God is through faith. And everything that is not of faith is sin. Everything, everything, doubt is sin. It is. You know, ha having a double-minded mind, it's sin. God says, that can't please me. That doesn't please me. So let's get rid of the things that don't please God and say, you know what? I'm going to wake up today. I'm going to show up. I'm waking up and I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to, what is the truth? God's word is truth. And if my emotions don't line up with God's word, then my emotions are not what I depend upon or trust. It's the word of God. 
And I speak the truth. And when we speak the truth, we're going to see, we're going to see the power of God moving fast, quickly in our spirit. And when it moves fast and quick in our spirit, that's when everything else starts to shift. You guys are, are you really, truly, you know, the army of God, yes, but you're on fire for him. And I, I see the growth. I, I see so much growth. As I look around, I'm like, wow, thank you, Father. I mean, Sue, you become a whole new person. Uh-huh. I, I see the growth. We, we see the growth. And for so many of you, we see the increase. The, you know, Charlene, we see, my goodness. Come on, we celebrate. You know why? Because we're a family. Because this is all of us been praying, been loving, been together. Even when you just, oh my goodness, I just, oh Lord, help me, help me, help me. Just deliver this. Because when when you come, see, some, sometimes people have the wrong mindset of coming to church. They think it's about what they can receive. And don't get me wrong, there's a part of that that is true. But it's much, much, much more than what you can receive. It's what you're going to give. It's your, your, just you being here, your presence encourages somebody else. Charlene had said, I've never experienced so much love in my entire life. Her entire life, never experienced so much love. At first, it was very hard for her to receive it because it's not normal. It wasn't normal for her. You know, now at this point, she's getting more and more comfortable. But guess what? That's the body of Christ loving her. That's the body of Christ coming together. Why? Because it's not all about you. Your presence, your presence is, is important for somebody else's growth, right? So it says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. Do not, he says, I will not leave you and I will not forsake you. And then verse six, we know that he had, he, you know, he, he was a little worried because he says, be strong and, and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land of which I, I swore to your fathers to give them. And then again, he says it, only be strong and be very courageous that you may be able to observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you, but do not turn from the right or to the left, that you may prosper everywhere you go. The promise of God right here, he wants us to prosper. That is his desire. His desire is that we prosper. Beloved, I desire that you prosper in all ways and be in health even as your soul prospers. Third John 2, right? Third John 2. So, and over here in this scripture, Joshua, and in 1, 7, it says that you may prosper wherever you go. So I speak that word over you right now, that you may prosper everywhere you go. That the Lord's prosperity is your prosperity. That your finances are prospered. That your wallets, your bank accounts are prospered, even right now. And for in any place where there is a lack in your financial um, situation, I decree an increase. God's prosperity over you financially. Jobs coming to you in Jesus' name specifically over to you in Jesus's name the favor of God not only do they hear and know of your work and know of your name but they say yes I want that quality of work and I'm able to pay for that quality of work we decree that over you father God I thank you for finances homes where homes are needed and I speak this specifically over you women of God in the back homes yeah nope you yep you yes homes 
Yes, 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 yes. Finances right now, the increase of the Lord over your life. Father, I thank you for the increase in the Barobose. Lord, we command the devourer to be removed from them right now. Lord, we rebuke right now any place of, of poverty, any poverty spirit. We break that poverty spirit off of them right now. And I thank you for trusting them with much, much more in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Even from the youth. I love it. Did you hear the little one? The little voice. Amen. Praise the Lord. The end of verse 7 says that, that you may prosper wherever you go. Do you know that's a, that's a promise that we are to grab hold of and literally pray. Lord, you said that I would prosper everywhere I go. That prosperity is not just finances, but it's in everywhere, every way. That we may prosper in every way and everywhere, every place we go. This book, verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. There it is again. It shall not depart from your mouth. Okay, the, the word is near us. Romans 8.10, the word is near us. It's in our mouth. It has to be in our mouth before it becomes in our heart. We have to speak it before it can become engrafted in our heart. So it's in our mouth and it's in our heart. But here in verse 8, Joshua 1.8, the book of this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. It's not going to depart from our mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written in it. For then, and I love this part here, because it says, for then you will make your way prosperous. You, not somebody else. You're not waiting for God to do what he said he's going to do. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. God already has done it. But he says, when you do this, he says, then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Uh, say, I'm going to finish strong. I'm finishing strong in this year of 2022 and I'm going to enter into 2023 on fire, ready for more, ready for more. Let the weariness come off of you. Let any assignment, let the creep uh, literally be removed from you right now in Jesus' name. Let any place of fatigue or discouragement go right now. You were not called by God to enter in just crawling in, barely making it. You were called by God to be his spokesman, to be a, an ambassador, to be one that's ready to have your armor on. You have your armor and you're going to use it. You're going to walk in the abundance of God. You're walking into the newness, a new level, a new plane, a new level, a new height. We're walking in new heights. You're walking in new heights in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for creative outflow right now. The overflow of the Lord, I thank you for creativity. I thank you, Lord God, for speaking to them and causing them to arise. Arise. Say, I'm arising on the inside and I'm arising on the outside because of Christ in me, the hope of glory. I shall not be in lack, in want. I have everything I need for a life of godliness. And I am victorious in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. So a few more scriptures. Joshua 1.7 again. He says, do not turn. We will not turn to the right or to the left so that you... It says so that, so that you may prosper wherever you go. So in other words, this was a word of warning, a word of caution, right? Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left so that you may prosper. Don't, don't, don't take the bait. The bait will be there. It'll be available. It'll be there. Don't take the bait. Say, I'm not taking the bait. 
I know the assignment of God on my life. I see the victory, and I'm not taking the bait. I'm not turning to the right. I'm not turning to the left. I'm going to look forward, and I'm walking on the hills of my God. I'm walking on holy ground. You're walking on holy ground. Hallelujah. So let's decree some things. Let's decree that our loved ones are following after the Lord. Father, your word says, my spirit that I've put on you and your word, my words that you've put in me, Lord God, you said they're not going to depart from me, nor will they depart from my children's children. We are praying for our children and our grandchildren. My spirit that I've put upon you, my words that I've put upon you, he says they will not depart from your mouth, nor will they depart from, from your children or your children's children. So, Lord, I thank you that your promise is secure. Your promise is set. Lord God, I thank you that as we stand in faith, as we stand in, the, in proxy, Lord God, that all of our children, oh, the fire of God is being stirred up on the inside of them, that the fire is being ignited on the inside of them, that they will see the truth. They're walking in it. Our prayers are not in vain. We decree it. As for me and my household, we decree it. They shall serve the Lord. We decree it. I thank you, Lord God, that the word is like fire within them. It's like fire within their bones. We decree it. We decree that they walk in their rightful calling. We decree it. We decree that our, our offspring, we decree, Lord God, that this generation is, is turning for Jesus Christ, unashamed of the gospel. We decree it. Father, I thank you that we are secure in you. I thank you for hope. I thank you for faith. I thank you for peace to arise on the inside of every one of you even right now father clarity to their minds clarity to their hearts i thank you for the infilling of the holy ghost and remember this it is the glory of god that we we seek forth we create this atmosphere right it is his glory that is with us and i want you to remember i want you to remember this as we bask in his glory god fills the room and when God fills the room, whatever it is that you are needing, even the things you don't know you need, are being provided for. They're being provided for. You're going from glory to glory. You're going from strength to strength. This is not a performance. We are here to seek God purely 100%. The glory that is being that He fills this room with is because there are hungry hearts that call upon His name. And He shows up. He shows up and he's not going to stop. So the level that he has allowed us to reach so far is only the beginning, church. It's only the beginning. Praise you, Father. Somebody give God the glory. Somebody praise him. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. You know, and there was uh, just a few more things actually I want to say. Um, how many of you guys receive the weekly newsletters? Because in this, some of you guys get them? Yeah. Okay. Well, in there, the Lord had me write. Um, it's a scripture in Ecclesiastes. I don't have the reference with me here. I don't know if it's 7, 8, but you can probably look it up, Terry. Um, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Better is the end than the beginning. And so the Lord had me write, you know, a little bit about that. And, um, and I was thinking about that. And I thought, you know, here we are at the end of the year. But it, it's just the calendar year. You know, it's not the end of anything. It's not like, oh, wow, it's a calendar year. But nevertheless, because we, we do, we want to celebrate, you know, some certain things. We're going to celebrate this milestone. But better is the end 
than the beginning, okay? So think about this because sometimes people are so excited at the beginning of something. They get so excited, you know, they, they like to start things, right? They, they get inspired, right? You know, like New Year's coming, you're going to hear all these people with their New Year's resolution. They may keep it for a day or two. For some, maybe a, maybe a three weeks, if that much, right? But so they're, so they're excited. They're, they're excited and they have all this anticipation and they have this vision, you know, and they're, because they're going to begin a new thing. Hey, there's, that's good to begin a new thing when it's God's thing, not when it's yours, when it's God-inspired. But how about ending? Because of most of those people that began a new thing don't finish it, right? It just kind of, and then the next year they start over again with the same new thing. And so, but, but can we be people that understand the importance of finishing things well? We, we need to finish things well. There are things that you're doing, already doing, you've been doing. You're a prayer warrior for one. You're an encourager for another. And so what does the Lord try to bring? All kinds of discouragement because you're an encourager. The opposite of what you are, what the gift God's given you. The enemy would try to bring the opposite spirit to try to discourage you, to cause you to stop. Finish well. It is better. How you end it is even more important than how you began it. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. And I wanted to keep that word at the very last thing that I said because I want you to remember this very thing. Amen. <laughs> Patience. Yeah, oh, yeah, the rest of that verse. The patient is, is in spirit is better, absolutely better, than the proud in spirit. Lord, we love you so much, and we're so thankful. I'm thankful, Lord, for this, this body of Christ, these, these beautiful people of the Lord that you bring. I thank you, Father, for each and every one of them. I, I thank you that your love just so shines upon them, Lord, and that they continue to hear you. They continue to walk in your power, in your strength, and in your love. And so I bless them, Father God, that they would rise up day by day, moment by moment, that they would know your nearness, your closeness to them. We are never alone. They are never alone. Because, Lord God, you are always with us. So we bless this this time we thank you for what you've done your blessing upon their lives and i just say yes and amen to what you've done amen amen hallelujah